2: .com.com compatibility.
0: Elevated this morning, the U.S is inching closer to a coronavirus shutdown across the board. Seven million residents in the San Francisco Bay Area have been ordered to shelter in place, only allowed to leave their homes for essential reasons. It is the nation's strictest measures so far.
3: Is that a suggestion or a law? Do you get a fine? I don't know what happens there. Also, uh, if you live in the Bay Area, you probably know this. If you don't, it's probably coming to you soon. This whole you-gotta-stay-home routine.
2: I absolutely think that in the dense more densely populated parts of the country, it's just a matter of days before everybody's hearing something like, like this. So we're going to be like Italy and Germany and France and everywhere else. Yep, South Korea, Alameda, Contra Costa, Marin, Santa Clara, San Francisco, San Mateo, and Santa Cruz counties. So far, uh, appear to be the most aggressive public response to coronavirus anywhere in the U.S. so far. And from Alameda County... Sergeant Ray Kelly joins us. Uh, Ray is the public information officer for the Alameda Sheriff's Office. Sergeant Kelly, how are you, sir?
4: Oh, good morning. I got about five hours sleep, but I'm ready to roll. Uh, back at it again. Uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster of of a week, to to say the least.
2: Right. I have friends in law enforcement who say that things are changing by the half hour, and everybody's just scrambling to figure out what's what. So, how would you uh, characterize? The shelter-in-place order, I mean, it's there are plenty of exceptions. Nobody's going to get their head cracked for leaving their house. What do you have to say? Or are to, they? Well, okay. What do you have to say to the, the citizens of the Bay Area?
4: So, that you know, that that's a great question, and I'm getting asked all sorts of questions. I, I got people calling me and asking me, even friends and family, hey, can I go uh, for a walk? Can I go do this? So w- what people are being asked to do is – if, if you're doing non-essential things, uh, if you are not uh, have a reason to go and do uh, whatever activity is in, is in the health order, um, we're asking you not to do it. The, the most important thing is large groups and, and situations where people don't need to interact because they don't serve an essential function, that they stay home and that they practice the physical social distancing um that's been asked of them well you've, so,
3: you, you've used the word ask twice are you asking people or telling people is this yeah, a force of asking, law or is this a suggestion
4: well this is it is a law it's a misdemeanor violation of the health and safety code uh to, to violate it but the the issue is is we're not looking to fill up our jails with with a bunch of uh citizens that violated you know the the law so there's there's the spirit of the law and the letter of the law you know we as a society have social norms and people do uh, what is socially normal. So we're, we know that the majority of our citizens here in the Bay Area are going to do the right thing, that they're going to follow the guidelines and that other people are going to show each other what is socially acceptable. So, for example, you know, uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we shook each other's hands. Now we see people not shaking each other's hands. That's not socially acceptable because people are concerned about their health. And so um, we have a way of kind of policing ourselves as a society and telling each other what's good, what's right, uh, and what's wrong. So in that regard, I think we will all help each other do the right thing. And so uh, this notion or this mindset that some people have that the police are gonna be out there just looking for you to violate the rules, that's not the case. We really know and, and truly believe that people will do the right thing. And you know the the alternative is is not good because the longer we we don't follow uh, the guidelines, the longer we kick the can down the road, the longer we have to stay in these conditions. So we have an opportunity to knock this down. Um, we don't even know where in what direction this is headed at this point in our region, and so so we have an opportunity to get ahead of this and. Now is the time to do it. So would you or your officers go
3: if you if you drove by a restaurant that's open and serving people? Would you or your officers go in there and talk to the owner and say, "Hey, you shouldn't do that."
4: Well, so uh, so, so we would go to a business if it's a non-essential business. We would go there and we would ask them, you're 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 not allowed to, to do this." People are allowed to go to their business to check on their their infrastructure, to check the freezers, to do their payroll, to to manage the day-to-day uh, operations of their business to keep it functioning uh, so that when we're done with this, people can then turn the lights back on and, and go to work. So people can do that. People will be going in and out of businesses and work and doing that. But, but we're saying that you can't open your bar and restaurant back up and, and crowd people uh, within inches of each other and begin to spread the virus Um, a a virus that we know can be spread even if you're asymptomatic. So we have to practice the social distancing guidelines. If you have an essential job, if you're in an industry that we need you in and we need you to be at work, um, then you'll go there, but you still have to practice the guidelines of uh, the health order while you're working. um, Right. Sergeant Ray Kelly. it's a unique it's a unique time but we're not we're not out there looking to you know put handcuffs on people and take them to jail because our jails our jails uh, they don't have the capacity or the ability uh, nor do we have... So what are you in uh, for? I was
3: five feet away from a guy next to me. And yep. they, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that would
2: be both that. ironic and counterproductive to cram the jails full of people. Sergeant Ray Kelly's the public information officer at the Alameda County Sheriff's Office. Uh, listen, I understand that contingency planning doesn't mean that something's going to happen, but uh, what have you been hearing from the governor's office, for instance, about what might be
4: next? Well, you know, right now, uh, he's going to have to... Clean up and address some of the essential functions, like what those are. So, uh, one of the things we're worried about is like manufacturing, certain manufacturing facilities um, that produce things that we need. So, uh, we need to, to deal with that. Um, in Silicon Valley, a lot of people down there can, re- can work remotely and continue uh, their jobs, uh, but there's certain jobs. That, that we need people to go into in certain industries to make supplies, to manufacture things that we're going to need that are essential to everyday life. So I, I think hopefully he addresses things like that. I think we're going to just have to feel this out in the coming days, adjust and adapt as, as the, the situation unfolds. I think we can look to Italy and what's going on over there. I know I've been, been watching that um, to see what how they're handling it because they've been doing this now for a couple weeks so um, and then I, I, I heard you say earlier in the show that that uh, that this is likely coming to other larger areas. And that's probably true. So people are going to be looking at our model to see how we're how we're doing here in the in the six barrier counties that are in this. So hey,
2: hey, is there has, there has there been any uh, discussion of actual martial law at this point?
4: No, I, I have been on multiple phone calls. We have been on multiple phone calls. At, would you tell us if there state. was? <laughs> <laughs> of course we would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that, um, you know, because because we're in the United States and because we are a democracy and because we have the Constitution and a whole lot of rights, it's really hard to impose those types of situations uh, onto people like you can do in a country like China. You can knock, uh, lock people down and and drag them off if they don't follow and, and and create but we have due process we have a criminal justice system we have things in place um, for those reasons so there's there, there's all these extremes out there but I, I just I think if people just practice and, and do um, what we're asking of them through with our health experts and they listen we can all get through this uh, in a way that is manageable and puts less stress on everyone
2: Sergeant Ray Kelly of the Alameda Sheriff's Office. Uh, Sergeant, keep you guys safe and healthy, and keep doing a good job. We appreciate the time.
4: Well, thank you very much. Take care.
2: All right,
3: thanks. And if you weren't listening at the first part, he said they will taste people if they're standing less than six feet from.
2: Before. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! That's um, not exactly the way I interpreted it. But um,
3: we got a text that says, "Jack, you're not helping with any of your comments." Uh, That's probably true. Well, write Um, that every day. Please. You ever listen to the show? He's he's out of control. The more I think about it, the more I feel like this is just all going to take care of itself without having to get into some of these details, because... As fewer and fewer people go out, the businesses are going to close because it's cheaper to be closed than to be open. Mm-hmm. And if there's no place to go because everything's closed, nobody's going to go out. <laughs> so there's just—I mean, where yeah. would I go if I did leave my home? And that will help. And one person driving around is not going to be a big deal anyway. I mean, oh no, so, certainly not. So there's not, there's, no. there's just it's just going to build on itself. Well, and I think of, of the vast majority of people understand the intent
2: of all this, and they think, yeah, that's legit. All the people I trust tell me this is legit, it's legit, I don't want people dying by the hundreds of thousands, and one of the things they're starting to see in a couple of places like New York and Washington State and and a couple others is that you're having more healthcare workers getting sick, more hospital nurses getting sick, and we really, really want to avoid that because the system could get overwhelmed in such a big hurry that people are thinking, yeah, I know they're not going to arrest me, but I'm going to do it anyway.
3: I got this text. It's highly recommended that everyone check the expiration date on their toilet paper. If expired, it will not protect you from the coronavirus. <laughs> oh boy. When so will the, the toilet paper date?
2: crisis end?
3: Uh, I was reading the Wall Street Journal's got two articles about it today. It's going to be like next week. The, the big manufacturers have ramped up, which brings me to the, the, the interesting economic discussion of should price, price gouging be allowed? And I've been mm. convinced that it should be. Ah. Um, it makes perfectly good sense to me now. And we can get into that If the up. people were worth saving, they'd have money to buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we're going to need our, our higher level classes
2: <laughs> to lead us to the new future. They've canceled the, the con- post-viral future.
3: They canceled the Kentucky Derby for the first time ever? Oh, my gosh. When will it end? Have they told the horses?
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. strong
1: and getty show may i on this saint patrick's day 2020 send my warmest greetings as utron heron president of ireland to all our extended family across the
3: world what'd you say there
2: you little leprechaun thank you mr president hey it's a culture not a costume you weenies wearing your green on, on this is my people's day
3: Michael D. Higgins, president of Ireland.
2: There. We all know that, Sean. This is the worst
3: St. Patrick's Day ever.
2: Clearly. I'm not wearing green because I'm Irish 365 days a year. I'm not going to pander and be your dancing leprechaun, racist. I
3: could be Irish. I don't know. I don't care. If I found out I was, it wouldn't change anything about my no, life. I'm a, I'm American. I'm an
2: American. I'm a citizen of the United States of America, the greatest country on Earth. Thank you very much. The fact that my family heritage is from over there, over there, and over there in Europe is kind of fun and mildly interesting, but that's it. On that theme, I will tell you this. You're seeing signs everywhere about the coronavirus and what to do about it and not to do and the rest of it. Uh, We've got these posters up all over the building here at the Radio Ranch from the CDC. I'm using a lot of soap. Thank you, Bernie. There's the sort of leadership we need in the White House. (laughs) um fact number one jack this is fact number one from the cdc diseases can make anyone sick regardless of their race or ethnicity people of asian descent including chinese americans are not more likely to get covid19 etc etc hey do you know a single human being who thinks that or has at any point in the past Nobody thinks that. Nobody's saying that. That's, that is an imaginary
3: problem. That's a society that's not ready to handle a real problem. Right. Right.
2: And then hint number two. two. That is so crazy. I know. That was, that was that written th-
3: by a college friggin' professor? And that the fact that it's on the little sheet at all is is sheet. But the fact that it's point number one. So your number one concern was Asian Americans being stigmatized, right? Really? This sheet is a bullshit. Wow, that's
2: something. Then point number two is you know some people are at greater risk depending on where they've gone and that sort of thing. We all right? I just I couldn't Thanks believe for the that. Help. You know, it was like after nine eleven, where you had various soft headed numbskulls saying. The one thing I fear is, an, uh, is a backlash against Muslims. All right, listen. Nobody wants a backlash against Muslims, but that's your number one fear. You're a little
3: unclear on the concept here. If this really takes off, they're talking social distancing through August. Whew. Huh. It's a long time. It's my time to thrive. Listen,
2: <laughs> listen. Working people who are living paycheck to paycheck have real problems. But I will tell you, it's ironic. My whole thing this year was to get out more. And 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 spend more time with people. So it's How's that your working? fault. How's more socializing, that sort of thing. Well, <laughs> screw it. You know, frankly, that's over. <laughs> <sighs> Life's funny. So I'm looking at this uh, order of the health officer of the county of, well, it's one of the many counties now in Northern California that's ordering you to shelter in place. And this will soon be in New York. Well, New York's going to do it. And then the every... Seattle
3: metro area. And... New York's going to do it today, it looks like. And then it will become a national story. The fact that seven million people on the West Coast are doing it doesn't get much news attention. But anyway,
2: no, but uh, it's it's coming to you wherever you are, unless you know. God bless you're in a rural part of the country where it's just it'd be ridiculous to impose something. Yeah, we got a
3: text from somebody who said, uh, "I'm driving in northern Idaho right now, and there's zero traffic, but there's always zero traffic." (laughs) Right, right. That's what my brother said in Western Kansas. Yeah, there's not a lot of. Not a lot of big groups happening here.
2: But the truth of this is spelled out, and maybe now is not the time for a long philosophical discussion, but I'll give you the short version. The truth, the, the intent is spelled out. Point one, the intent of this order is to ensure the maximum number of people self-isolate in their place of residence to the maximum, maximum extent feasible while enabling essential services to continue to sl- slow the spread of COVID-19 to the maximum extent possible. We we here at the Armstrong and Getty Show have been talking about this for a very long time, years and years. The fact that we become so legalistic as a society, people have this really sick idea that if it's not illegal, it's fine. People don't think about immoral, right, wrong, what's best for our neighbors, that sort of thing. It's just, is there a law? Will I get sued? Whatever. And by the same token, if something is legal, say smoking pot. That means it's perfectly fine when it's not. And I think it's, it's, it's a step backward. That's why Thomas Jefferson said the society governs best, which governs least, because that empowers people to be intelligent and reasonable and, and wise. Um, so th- a lot of this shelter in place stuff really doesn't have a lot of power of law behind it. Um, and if you ask, well, Will they arrest me if I step out of my house? No. Well, then I'm stepping out of my house. I think we've we've gotten that overly legalistic view of life. What they're desperately trying to tell you is, look, we can save a hell of a lot of people and probably a hell of a lot of damage to the economy if we can nip this in the bud quickly.
3: Well, then just say that. Don't pretend it's the law if it's not. Uh, You know, uh,
2: yeah, I, I wish we had more eloquent and wise leadership. We don't.
3: I got this text. I live in San Francisco, and I've left my house this morning. My essential reason is to play golf. Uh, Golf courses are open? Just stay six feet feet away from people.
2: Oh, yeah, I think so. It'd be absurd to close golf courses. I I mean, you could say don't gather in the clubhouse.
3: I'm always six feet away. There's nobody way over here out of bounds.
2: Right. I'm in the woods. There's a squirrel (laughs) over there. Arms?
0: The Armstrong and
3: Getty Show. The reason this has been so devastating is because we don't have immunity to it. Mm -hmm. And so when you see it for the first time, your body has to mount an immune response. Typically, and we don't have a lot of experience here, but typically once you've seen something, your body's got a playbook and it can respond more rapidly for future times. So you should have, there's no reason to think we shouldn't have some immunity to this moving forward. So you can't get reinfected is the theory then? Probably not. Okay.
2: Although, like uh, a lot that's unfolding here, uh, things may change tomorrow.
3: So Starbucks all across the country, it's just a dr- d- drive through or take-out or whatever, but you can't sit in there. And McDonald's has closed their uh, dining areas. Mm-hmm. Where are the homeless going to sit? Library. Most. Mm, I guess they'll have to hang out at the library. Yeah. if the homeless can't sit in the starbucks or the the mcdonald's and then so it's weird the whole thing none of this seems to apply to the homeless you're not allowed out and about and on the streets except for the homeless they're right. just, they can just do whatever they're gonna do
2: well where are they supposed to go stay in their box yeah good get, point get in your box good they're already on the street
3: um so uh i came across some twitter thread went down a rabbit hole the other day somebody said you ought to watch this this is a great lesson in economics and uh From somebody that I like. And, um, and it was about price gouging and why price gouging is a good thing and we should allow it more often. I'm sure you could come up with scenarios where it's just purely abhorrent, but so it's, so well, I don't know much about it other than I've just heard it's illegal my whole life. Mm -hmm. What's the, do you know more about it than that? Yeah.
2: If there's a declared emergency or whatever and prices are raised more than X percent, uh, depends where you are and, and what the law says. Yeah. You're guilty of price gouging. It's a crime.
3: So, and it's usually, um, when you hear about it, it's gasoline or... Bott-
2: Chainsaws, generators.
3: Bottled water. Food, right. Bottled water is the example they use here is somebody that had been busted for uh, uh, charging people a lot for bottled water in some hurricane situation. Um, but this economist was making the argument and and claimed that it it, it works in other countries that if you allowed it we would end up with mechanisms in place to deal with this in a much better way, and it seems to make sense to me if if there's a way that PepsiCo or uh, Budweiser or whoever you know the big bottlers are in this country know that every time a hurricane hits you know this part of Texas, they're going to be able to sell water for six dollars a bottle. They'll make sure they've got warehouses, various places and ways to get it there fast because mm-hmm. there'd be so much profit involved right. If you make it illegal to make much of a profit on the bottled water, you're guaranteeing there will not be enough water. Mm -hmm. Because there's no reason for anybody to do anything extraordinary to get pallets of water to a certain area. Why would I do that? The transportation costs. I mean, if I want to be a good person, I suppose I could. But... Um, but from a profit standpoint, there's no reason for me to to really hustle and get water there. Right. If you allow that, then yes, you will. And guess what? If PepsiCo and Budweiser and another company all send water to these areas, guess what happens? The price comes down. I and was- and while it still would be more expensive than regular water, at least you would have some water, right. and the price would probably be fairly reasonable. I've also heard it argued
2: that, and, and I believe it to be true, that, for instance, with the toilet paper thing right now, if toilet paper was all, all of a sudden five times as expensive, the only people who would buy it are people who need it. People wouldn't be hoarding it just in case. They would look at the price and say, holy crap, I got plenty. And then the people who truly needed would think, okay, I'll pay that. And for a very brief time, they would have to pay that, which is unfortunate. But there would be so much profit in toilet paper, as Jack indicated, all of a sudden you'd have all the toilet paper in the world flooding to where it's needed the most. That's the brilliance of the free market.
3: Plus, there would probably be some some system would develop where people were prepared with, like, you know, a backup of these things for when these things hit. Mm-hmm. So they'd get it there fast. Right. That'd be my guess. Right. You would just you'd just descend on Houston after the um, uh, hurricane or whatever, um, Budweiser Wood or PepsiCo with their, with their trucks or planes or whatever full of bottled water because right. there's so much profit involved.
2: Right, exactly. And that peak pricing period would be extremely brief.
3: Yeah. As opposed to you end up with nothing for everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. And or everybody just buying comedic amounts of something, comedic. even though they don't need it. God, I was listening Tragic to... comedic amounts when the people who actually do need it, they can't get it.
3: I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday, super smart guy I like, and uh, and he was asked, where are you on a scale of 1 to 10 on Corona? And he said, oh, I'm a 9 or 10, easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just put up shelving in our basement. We've got canned food. And I just thought, wow, I just I have not done any of that. Um, and I'm not planning to do any of that. Shelves and shelves of canned food. I just I don't picture a scenario in the United States with our with our system of shipping and producing where I'm going to run out of food like that. I just no, just don't see it
2: happening. No, there are a, a few uh, jams in the grocery supply chain, mostly having to do with the uh, distribution centers and that sort of thing. But they're they're working through that and. You know, if if you and Taco the free-
3: Bell and everywhere else is closed, everywhere else is closed. Just dr- the drive-throughs are open. Well, then I'd go get, get eat food there. Right. Well, I was at the grocery store the other day. There was no ground beef. No, I'm saying the scenario where if they're they're out of pork and beans for a while, mm. so I'm going to starve to death. No, I go. To How McDonald's. am I going to flatulate? <laughs> right. I just I just don't see a lack of food
2: happening. No, there isn't. There there might be a lack of like staples. Um but it's no it's 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 impossible like the
3: things that holds paper together up in the corner N- No
2: staple foods it's a, t- it's a term it's a term of art um but no the idea that you're going to go hungry or something or or you can't get in your car just you in your car coronavirus free since 1989 um enroll and, and to somewhere where they will hand you a bag of groceries that's just it's an impossibility that's, in our yeah, system it's, it's not probably. going to happen you know, and I could give you a dozen other examples of how we could get around it. I mean, if even they had to, quote-unquote, close grocery stores, they would absolutely be able to take, they would develop a mechanism for it, phone orders. The the stock people could run around, get you your bags together. It would be very much like Amazon delivery, but you'd roll through. They'd hand you out your, uh, I'm Joe, uh, order 132. They'd hand it to me. i give them the credit card. We'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine.
3: But they haven't even done that in Italy, Closed grocery stores. No, no.
2: no. No, they've conceded that people do need to eat. Some of us need to eat less, by the way. <laughs> and and uh, I want to address, I can't be the only one. I'm asking the good folks. Does anybody else have that weird, it's like vacation feeling? All bets are off. Calories aren't really calories. You know, have that third or fourth glass of wine or... Um, just everything's like nothing's the same. So I don't have to. I don't. Uh, it's it, impossible for me to gain weight at this point because of the coronavirus. No, I was reminded last
3: night. No, you can't eat like this. You dumb dumb. It, uh, I don't know if I've done it with the food thing, but it does feel a little like it's the weekend or a There's vacation a feeling or something. of unreality because yeah. I, I had like a stack of mail that I normally have to get through. You had, you had a stack through. of mayo, <laughs> mail. Oh, um. A mail that I normally have to get through and I just felt like I don't have to do that today well, no no, not no because I do of the, have a shelter that. in place yeah you yeah. don't have to like go through your bills and regular <laughs> yeah. stuff no yeah, you, you do yeah you probably should <laughs> but but I had that weird it's the weekend feeling on yeah. a Monday afternoon so you're right about that yep you and, know people will probably put on a lot of weight during this time period just because they're at home eating carby food will there be a baby boom um uh, and we have essential jobs as guide, as outlined by the uh, governor of California. Yeah,
2: Stop giggling. It's in the law. We're essential.
3: <laughs> but if I didn't have, if I was working for home, or they closed me down, I would really feel like I'm on vacation and uh, it's the weekend and uh, might as well eat whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, we we went through this in detail and maybe we'll touch on it uh, again in a bit. The actual orders that are going forth in the counties around the country that are saying shelter in place and they are not toothless, but the message is do it because it's right, not because you'll get arrested if you don't. Um, they're they're getting more specific, a little more forceful, the rest of it. So oh, are we you had to more the, eloquent leadership, honestly. But
3: Are you to the point now where you drive by and you see some people in a bar or a restaurant and you're going to think terrible human beings, roll down your window and shout at them? Mm. You're killing old people! Are you to that point yet? No, I'm not going to shout at
2: anybody. I might actually think it, hmm? though, that this is unwise. It's a terrible
3: idea. We got this text. What show am I listening to? Suddenly, the libertarian-leaning hosts that I know and love seem to miss the incredible government overreach this is designed to allow. We've had basically a week of disruption. You guys can't see how terrifying that is. We're going to allow governors to cancel elections, cancel small businesses, and seemingly allow even further intrusion into our lives. Shame!
2: Well you haven't been listening much apparently because we've worked through that stuff and actually uh Tim Sanford Tim the lawyer our, our good friend and staunch libertarian uh was tweeting a thread um about um public health and libertarianism right now which is really thought provoking sure
3: it's an um, interesting uh, what's it's should be on everybody's mind unfortunately it's not on a lot of people 's mind they're perfectly okay with the government just deciding your business should shut down and usually you're not allowed to go outside your house oh yeah I'm very uncomfortable with that,
2: oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, one must look at these things skeptically and and critically, but yeah they're within the libertarian philosophy or just you know never mind it's small l libertarian people who just prize liberty and understand why this country was founded, in a public health emergency, yeah, you allow things to happen that you normally wouldn't. And then, as I said the other day, this is my favorite metaphor for this sort of thing, granting the government... Emergency powers or extra powers is like handing a gun to a child. You don't do it lightly, and you don't turn away from it having done it. You watch extremely carefully, and that gun gets handed back to you, you know, the minute whatever your sport is over or your shooting practice or whatever. Um, it's not some sort of grant of eternal license, my uh, overly critical friend. On the other hand, you know, I'm grateful that people like you are out there keeping an eye open, we, even though you're yelling at us and you shouldn't and you hurt my feelings.
3: We haven't even talked about Mitt Romney's proposal to send $1,000 to every adult in America.
2: It's because nobody else is talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's rejected it. They're that's doing a, other stuff.
3: That's a bad idea, Mitt. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> hey, why don't you run for president again, you idiot? <laughs>
3: That, Easy. The, that wasn't what? nice. What? That and other stuff on the way.
2: Armstrong
0: and Getty.
1: another one there will be a national shutdown that is a rumor as well i think the probability of that is so low we are already making massive changes everybody these curves these mathematical models that are flying around those are based on no changes in our behavior we have changed our behavior massively it's going to affect the curves we're gonna have improvement i haven't done anything
3: different in my life but part of that is because i just come straight to work and go home every day mm-hmm. um, but the closing, the, the um, sitting area for Starbucks and McDonald's alone, how many people would that affect? Got to be gazillions. Uh,
2: like the the people who work there or the customers?
3: In terms of a flattening the curve. The number oh, of oh people, I see what you're saying, yeah. The number of people that aren't interacting just by Starbucks and McDonald's not have in their uh, community area. Sure. would so be millions and millions and millions of people. Then let's include every other fast
2: food outlet, and you're talking about, yeah, serious changes. So that's good, and I think Dr. Drew's right, and we will come out of this, and, and we'll be fine to a large extent.
3: Looking at a picture from Clearwater, Florida, where spring break is going on, and the beach is packed with young, tone, tan people, as the young people seem to be okay to uh, gather together in large crowds. They're killing granddad. Which gets to this story. Why don't you just shoot him?
2: You wow. bikinied tramps. It's a little bit
1: of Hennessy.
3: Hmm? I went to spring break in Florida one year. I should talk about that because that was one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen in my life in terms of uh human behavior. <laughs> but, um So this story, and this is this is out of China, but it's it's independent people doing it independently of China. Um, I don't know how they're getting their information, but it's it's not just chinese numbers they took a look at what what happened in china the rest of the world and trying to figure out 86% of people with coronavirus are walking around undetected according to this latest study
2: that's the problem that's you being, beach going
3: morons that's being uh, touted by columbia university so almost 9 out of 10 people with coronavirus are walking around don't know they have it which is absolutely stunning stealth cases they call it right you sunscreen smeared murderers! Wow. You're really going hardcore on that. I'm trying to send a message. Now, the majority of these infections it's are mild. You're trying to pitch a, a cheesy movie. You, Bikini you, sunscreened murderers you coming f- someday. Flat
2: bellied elder abusers!
3: Um, my oldest son had a fever for three days last week, missed a couple of days of school. Um, now his brother has got it and is uh, sicker heck and has been for a couple of days. I don't think you're supposed to be here. Coughing and sneezing. I'm not coughing and sneezing.
2: but my Didn't you just say 84% of people are stealth carriers?
3: Yeah. I just And all I said was I'm not coughing and sneezing. I didn't right. say I don't have it. <laughs> oh, boy. But, um, but what are you supposed to do? I think you're supposed to get tested, but you can't get any tests. Won't everybody be staying home? I mean, it's the time of year. Yes, where, that sounds awesome. Where, <laughs> where everybody's kid has a cold.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Talk about society grinding to a halt. It's, it's more of just taking a soak. And, you know, let's say Make grinding a to a <laughs> halt. It's, we're just we're taking a, a little breaky-poo. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. Uh, a chance to reflect on our yeah. lives. And uh, a little me time. It's little s-
2: it's self-care is health care. A societal nap.
3: Instead of calling it shelter in place, let's call it me time. Universal me time. The mellowing out. Exactly. The hunkering down. Covid nineteen, the
2: hunkering.
3: Um, but heck, yeah. So you know, you got a little sniffles. I got sniffles. It's allergy season. Could be corona. I doubt it. No, nah. but I don't have any idea. No. Nah. Yeah, and then the high uh, fever, and the then, dry cough, and then where are you going to get tested? I don't know. Becoming a member of the Utah Jazz is a pretty quick way, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah.
1: So they did, they're, they're
3: hoping to do the drive-through testing a lots of places, which is pretty cool. The idea being, one, it's convenient for you, the person getting tested, and two, the healthcare workers get less exposed. So you just drive through, they jam the thing in your nose, and get out of here. And they got their hazmat suits well,
2: on. They can administer
3: a tremendous number of tests, too. Sure. And there's also less exposure from one patient to another patient in Good the point. waiting room scenario. Good point, because right yeah. now they got, uh, I, I saw a picture of this waiting rooms where people who think they might have corona are all gathered together. Well, oh, now boy. they do. They might not have before, but if one of them did, now they all do. Which is exactly how they ha- it happened with the great uh, influenza, the flu epidemic of 1918. When that was starting out, it was spreading so fast, and they were putting people together, and then the healthcare workers working on it, and then they all had them, and so you you clamp down on four people and then the next day you'd think, Oh, they were exposed to this so you'd clamp down on a hundred, but then like the next day it was like a thousand and it just grew so fast. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't clamp down on everybody. Plus you had hundreds
2: of thousands of men going to and fro to uh get ready to fight World War One. An idiotic war if ever there was one.
3: Anyway.
2: Well, and there is a lot of floundering going on right now governmentally. Um which is why you know you have to listen to the doctors. I think the good, the solid, authoritative doctors. And if your county or whomever is, or your governor is clearly grandstanding, for instance, California or whatever. More on that on the way. Yeah. Um. You just don't don't worry about that. Just listen to the doctors. I need a doctor for my four
3: hundred one k. It's looking listless. Huh coughing it's worse than, it's worse than listless okay yeah. moving down second
2: yeah. oh, actually yeah. the market has rallied beautifully today jack bye
3: bye yeah moving uh, up. it's gonna there take go. a lot of rallying second biggest <laughs> drop yesterday in 128 year history as a percentage when people when people are talking points they're lying to you right. but as a percentage it was the second biggest drop ever
2: Holy oh, crap! You know the biggest, scariest-looking pandemic in a hell of a long time. But we'll be fine. The market will be fine. Your four hundred one k will be fine. Well, It'll a, all be fine.
3: As opposed to what? Are you? Are you is this mm. arguing against people who think the United States will cease to exist? Or? You know,
2: it's funny. I uh that's an interesting question because we we talked earlier about this poster that's up everywhere. And point number one is, uh, people uh, of Chinese descent are not more likely to be sick. So don't. Uh, You know, don't run them over with your car or or there should be no backlash. And we're like, nobody's thinking that. Right. I want to know what percentage of the people actually are freaked out. Now, a financial guy I work with a lot says there are a disturbing number of people who want to sell when the market hits the bottom.
3: Yeah, I read the Wall Street Journal and they're serious people. And they had the article that said there are a number of things about this that are weird. Like they don't track with just the Corona thing. It brought about a number of things that were already weird. But what I'm saying
2: is that what I'm saying, it's all going to be fine, is because there are a lot of people who do freak out.
3: Well, but ultimately, of course, we will be fine. Do I think that, that capitalism will cease to exist and we'll start eating each other on the streets? It's worth, it's worth repeating.
0: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
2: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
0: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks.